Welcome, everybody. My name is Vicky Davies. I'm the Global Marketing Director for Performance and Active Nutrition with Freeze and Campina Ingredients. Um, and I'm joined today by Mike Hughes and Flores Damon to talk to you about some research that we've done on the latest trends in performance and active nutrition. One of the main reasons that we, we do this type of research is so that we can understand the, not only the trends, but bring the latest insights from the markets and from consumers into the innovation pipeline um, and discussions that we're having with our customers so that we can deliver some insights and inspiration to fuel their uh, new product development um, portfolios as well. So today what you can expect are some of the highlights from the research um, and how that can be applied into future innovations in the marketplace. So with that, I hand over to Mike to give a brief introduction. Hi, good afternoon. My name is Mike Hughes, and I head up the research and insight division at FMCG Gurus. We're a company that specialise in market research on consumer attitudes and behaviour across the nutritional spectrum. We've been working with Friesland Campina for a number of years now. And just recently, we've looked into the topics of active nutrition and personalized nutrition. This is something that's based off a consumer survey of 26,000 consumers across the globe when it comes to active nutrition and 46,000 consumers across the globe when it comes to sports nutrition. Now, when it comes to sports nutrition and active nutrition, it's important to distinguish what the difference is. Active nutrition are consumers who are making the sports nutrition market more mainstream. These are people who do not necessarily engage in strenuous physical activities, such as competing in tough mudders or marathons, but instead people who are taking a more proactive approach to their health and seeking out better for you options. At the other end of the spectrum, Performance nutrition is related to sports nutrition, and this focuses on consumers who are taking a vigorous approach to their health and incorporating better few products into all aspects of their lifestyle as they look to maximize their fitness. Thanks, Mike, and we'll come back uh, in a moment uh, to discuss some more of those points. Flores, you introduce yourself to the audience. Thank you, uh, Vicky. My name is Flores Dermann. I joined the uh, marketing team uh, half a year ago. Um, I'm not new for the organization. I uh, brought uh, nine years of experience in Friesland Campina organization in various marketing and inside roles, both B2B and B2C marketing. With a so-called B2B2C approach, there is a huge focus on consumer trends and translate these in concrete applications for our customers. And we focus on relevant consumer insights and understand their real needs wants and pain points and translate these, these into uh, market-driven innovations with impact for our customers. A good example of a relevant trend for us is the female nutrition. It's an interesting field for performance nutrition. This topic is also covered uh, by FMCG gurus and uh, Mike will elaborate on this trend. But uh, Mike, can you tell something more about the most relevant trends for performance nutrition? Yes, absolutely. Thank you. When it comes to performance nutrition, there are three key trends. What I will do is label what these trends are and then explain them in more depth. The first is conveniently nutritious. The second is nutrition for me. And the third is discerning females. Now, when it comes to conveniently nutritious, consumers are trying to lead a more proactive approach to their health. They are looking to improve health in every aspect of their life, 
but at the same time, they realise that barriers can prevent this. This is something for a concern, something of a concern for the regular gym goer. As such, they're looking to change their dietary habits. Such so examples switching to high protein, low sugar offerings when it comes to everyday products. They're looking for better few products that are suitable for on the go, such as drink shop formats. And they're looking for protein and other active ingredients in everyday products. And the reason for this is consumers are looking to live healthier for longer um, and as such want functional products that can help achieve this. The second trend is nutrition for me. As consumers continue to become more educated about nutrition, they are also seeking out products that are specific to their, to their needs. The problem for many consumers is that they can feel that there are no products on the market that currently meet their nutritional requirements. As such, consumers are looking to obtain information from a variety of sources in order to improve their nutritional intake. Moreover, they are looking away from traditional and conventional sources such as doctors and dietitians to more newer forms of information such as celebrity ambassadors, social media influencers, etc. The third trend is discerning females. Now, historically, when it comes to the sports nutrition market, these products have had very much a masculine feel with their positioning and formatting, especially products that are inherently associated with strength. Whilst this may appeal to some consumers, it's something that can also alienate other consumers who feel that the products are not specific to their needs. As such, we're seeing females take an increasingly proactive approach to their health. Whilst traditional females have focused more on issues such as weight loss, we're now seeing that they're focusing more on things such as strength, lean muscle mass, and cognitive health. And as a result of this, they're seeking out products that can help maximize these health areas. Great. Thanks, Mike. Um, maybe um, just just link to the last point that you were discussing there around female nutrition. Maybe, Floris, you could shed a little bit more um, light on some of the consumer insights that are relevant for uh, our type of business. Yeah, a good example of this is the female nutrition. The market for female sport nutrition is relatively small nowadays. Only 2.5% of the products are, are explicitly focused on, uh, on women. Um, but however, the group is more active on social media. There's a lot of traction in this, uh, in this segment. And these female position products have higher turnover, so re really relevant for our customers uh, to invest in. It's a huge opportunity. It's uh, almost 50 or it's 50% of the users are female. Uh, so it's an interesting segment to expand potential customer base and to differentiate products from competition. Women also use other criteria for choosing protein-based performance nutrition. The time of pink it, shrink it, it's a little bit over, and brands need to meet the real, honest needs of the, of the women. When we develop ingredients, we focus on the health benefits. I think that's, a, that's an important angle for us in developing the right ingredients for females. And also from the insights from FMCG gurus, we see, for example, that natural ingredients are more appealing for, for women. Also, scientific claims are important, and that's, that's, an, that's one of the key focus areas for us as Friesland Campina Ingredients. We invest a lot in, uh, in getting the right scientific claims for specific uh, uh, target groups. The point of purchase, it's an important one for females. More important than uh, for women, 54% against uh, 46%. So that's a that's a significant difference. 
And that's also where we focus on more um, the compacting uh, uh, trend and focus on different applications on the go and focus on uh, convenience. And um, in line with the natural ingredients, uh, women are also more interested in, uh, in claims like uh, non-GMO, for example, or in low lactose. So these are examples how we differentiate our ingredients specifically for this target group. Great. Thanks a lot, Flores. I think what we see is that those sort of uh, trends that we're seeing in performance nutrition are also being recognized in the active nutrition segment, uh, which we call. And uh, there's quite a blurring then going on in those segments, which we'll come back to later on. With that, it's a nice bridge into the um, next phase of study that we did in collaboration with FMCG Gurus, where we looked at what are the top three trends in the active nutrition space. And the research led us to, again, some, some really nice insights um, into this dynamic sector, which is continuing to grow globally. So the, the three trends that we saw um, come out on top were a holistic approach to health being number one, conveniently nutritious, um, and then also conscious indulgence. And these are recognized um, globally as, as key in this segment. So Mike, maybe you could share a little bit more on the consumer insights behind uh, these top trends that we saw. Absolutely, thank you, Vicky. Yes, when it comes to active nutrition, as mentioned earlier, it's important to differentiate from a consumer who's classified as being into performance nutrition. Active, new, active consumers are everyday consumers who are concerned about their health and may exercise to some extent, but don't tend to engage in strenuous exercise. Nevertheless, they are concerned about their health and are taking steps to adjust this. One of the key reasons for this is that consumers are embracing the concept of holistic health. Now, this is where consumers recognize that all elements of health are interlinked and should not be treated in isolation. Especially important to this, consumers recognize that mental well-being is just as important as cognitive health, especially at a time when sleep disruption and stress is common across the globe, with consumers recognizing that this can have a long-term impact on health beyond simply enhancing mood. At the same time, consumers are looking to live to be healthier for longer. And with this, they're looking to reduce the risk of disease and illness. As such, consumers are looking to improve their overall well-being. And by doing this, thinking that this will address specific areas of their health. Now, linked to this is conveniently nutritious. And one of the key barriers that consumers have when it comes to healthy living is time scarcity. Consumers can often feel that their busy lives impact on their ability to lead a more healthier lifestyle. This may be because they're forced to eat on the go or outside of home, or that they're reliant on convenience food that might have a high level of sugar and additives and other ingredients that are deemed detrimental to health. As a result of this, consumers are looking to change their snacking habits. This is something that's especially true given meal skipping is common across the globe, particularly when it comes to breakfast and lunchtime. Consumers are looking to reevaluate their snacking habits it's important that products, uh, snack products are no longer seen just to offer indulgence, but also to offer a nutritional boost. As such, they're turning to, pro to products that are high in ingredients such as fiber, protein, omega-3 and 6, and other ingredients that are associated with offering a convenient health boost. Linked to this, consumers want products that they deem to be consciously indulgent. Irrespective of any health concerns that consumers have, 
they prioritize moments of indulgence on a regular basis. This is linked to consumers turning to food and drink products as a coping mechanism to get through the day to offer moments of escapism and also because of high levels of self-entitlement. However, consumers do not want to feel guilty about these moments of indulgence, even if they do sometimes conflict with health and weight management goals. As a result of this, consumers are looking to snack products that they deem to be guilt-free and conveniently nutritious. This means seeking out products that are low in bad ingredients, such as sugar and additives, and turning to these products that are functional and fortified and contain ingredients such as protein. Yeah, I think it's fascinating overall, um, especially the motivations that are beneath uh, the, the choice in, in foods and snacks, uh, particularly in this segment. Really interesting. Um, I'd like to pause just for a minute um, on the holistic approach to health. I find that um, particularly intriguing, especially the statistics you found, that 61% of, um, of people really try to improve their overall um, health and wellness. Um, and then specifically within that, a large focus on digestive health and then also on mental well-being. I think what we saw in the, in the research uh, resonates well with um, some other kind of market uh, trends that we've observed about the focus and attention put on, on sleep and, and gut health and being, if you take care of those, that you take care of yourself and then you can be healthier for longer. Um, what I've observed as well is there's a lot more um, scientific um, exploration going into these areas um, and you see groups um, particularly looking at the role of functional foods and supplements on uh, improving overall health. And I think in this um, uh, trend, but also in this segment, we see an, an increased requirement for uh, data to support claims that will deliver a health benefit to the consumer at the end of the day. Um, I think this is very relevant for, for the total industry, but also particularly for um, freezing campina ingredients as we move forward into making sure that we're really delivering uh, to our customers what the what the consumer wants to see at the at the end of the day and that's really influencing how we're approaching um, the applications that we develop and and the innovations in this space uh, linked to the the convenience that Mike was talking about we also see a big focus um, on um, ready to drink formats on on the go snacks and bars indeed but still delivering the health benefits that will um, deliver an overall um, holistic benefit um, to people's health. So I think that this is a key area for us to focus on um, for the future. And I think that also links um, nicely with, with what uh, Michael Flores were commenting on in terms of performance nutrition, that this um, blurring of the segment um, means that there's actually a lot more um, opportunity in there also for, for the industry. Mike, do you have any um, maybe other uh, comments on the, on the blurring that we see in these segments? Yeah, absolutely. I think um, to touch upon some of the things that we've discussed already in the terms of holistic health, when you look at consumers who have looked to improve their diets, it's, it's traditionally been focused around weight loss and consumers looking to cut out ingredients that they deem to be bad for their health. Often these dietary plans don't work, and the main reason for that is consumers uh, associate such dietary habits with compromise and sacrifice. So we'll see them as a short-term solution, but in the end, not, to, not keep to them in the long term. Now, what's happening is consumers are changing their perspectives, and that's true whether it's a consumer who is engaging in physical activity, and wants lean muscle mass, 
or an everyday consumer who is trying to improve their diets, they're looking beyond things such as weight loss and avoidance and moderation, and instead taking a more well-balanced and holistic approach to nutrition and well-being. And this is a key reason why sports nutrition products are becoming increasingly mainstream and products that are high in protein um, that previously may have only appealed to consumers who go to the gym on a daily basis are now appealing to consumers who are looking for a convenient health boost. Yeah, really nice. And, and Flores, what's your thoughts then on how that uh, translates into to innovation or application um, for the future? Yeah, linked to the applications in conveniently nutrition, we see that ready-to-drink is one of the fastest-growing categories globally and very relevant for the sport nutrition market. It's mainly driven by health and convenience, and therefore it's a really attractive format to boost your daily uh, nutrition. So consumers are really interested in these type of uh, uh, applications and on-the-go uh, consumption. Frisant Capina Ingredients offers targeted and innovative uh, solutions focusing on the ease of consum consumption and on specific consumer needs and on new occasions. So, for example, last year we launched uh, a clear water drink, a uh, clear protein water drink with no added sugar, with the functionality of protein and refreshment of water. So we are aiming for a new occasion here. And it's, it's fully formulated with natural ingredients. Our Nutriway Isolate Clear offers exceptional uh, clarity here and consistent and clean, clean taste. It's the perfect basis for development of a clear water drink. So it's a good mix of uh, convenience, but it also perfectly fits uh, specific target groups like female nutrition, what we, what we were talking about. In May at uh, Foods, another example of recent Capina ingredients, will also highlight a high-protein gel, also focusing on specific occasions on the go, at a protein shot with 20-gram protein in it in a gel format, so the perfect snack off directly after sport. Well, I have to say, um, through this process and collaboration with FMCG Gurus, we gained uh, a, a lot of insights. I hope that we were able to um, inspire uh, some of the listeners with some of the insights that we've um, that we've shared, and also um, enable you to also um, deliver some more innovation to the market. Um, I would like to thank again Flores and Mike for the for the contributions and for the good discussion today. Um, and, and before we leave, just maybe a, a last couple of um, kind of observations from from, from my side. Um, we found some very nice overarching global themes, but I think that we cannot um, uh, avoid uh, to, to, to comment on the distinct differences you still see between regions, gender and age. I think that came through a lot today as well. Having local insights really enables then the brand owners and formulators to develop uh, propositions local to the market and relevant for their consumers. And this is such a fast moving market, such a dynamic area. Um, that I think there's still a lot to be um, uh, found out, but a lot to be gained also in the market. So um, thank you both again. Um, thank you all for listening and um, have a good day.